you know, there's a lot of research out there that actually shows that communicating your values and your belief system almost never hurts you when done the right way because people have a tendency to have increased trust with believers no matter what the background I mean assuming they're not devil worshipers obviously but (laughs) (laughs) we may have to cut that one out Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Marketing Blender and Ho Ho Ho. And Bah Humbug. This is our special holiday edition, and we're going to be talking about the do's and don'ts of marketing during the holidays. Okay, this is so fun that we're actually doing this. So let's go ahead and start on the Ho Ho Ho, the do's. So the first one I've got is do be clever. You guys, there are so many blank Christmas cards and bland little niceties being sent out. Trash can totally unmemorable waste of your postage waste of your time waste of the recipient's time oh my gosh show a little attitude and creativity so do be clever absolutely be clever add some cheer to the holiday season and make it unique to your brand and your business so that you will be the one that they want to open next year yeah be the spike to the punch all right so another (laughs) this one's kind of a do and a don't i would say it's around knowing your audience so true story someone in my network was in a an industry where they were marketing to churches so their target market was pastors and they decided to outsource their marketing to a an agency in the philippines who doesn't know what that culture is like over here and doesn't know the pastors and so they sent out a massive marketing blast on christmas day as you can imagine there were a lot of pastors and preachers who were having a very unchristian response to receiving what they considered to be spam on their most special day of the year. So know your audience, know how they like to be interacted with during the holidays so you don't make a misstep. Yeah, I think it's just so simple. I think that's just a great point. Just human first. You know, I think a lot of people get really confused, like, oh, happy holidays versus Merry Christmas, right? So just thinking about how that's received. Now, it does roll into my next one, which is do walk the walk of your values, you know? so. If you are a Christian-based company or, you know, you have a specific point of view, and especially if you're open about that and that's really how you walk the walk, you're allowed to align with those values. And Daisy's right, but just thinking about who's receiving that and just showing up as humans. You know, there's a lot of research out there that actually shows that communicating your values and your belief system almost never hurts you when done the right way because people have a tendency to have increased trust with believers no matter what the background I mean assuming they're not devil worshipers obviously but (laughs) (laughs) we may have to cut that one out (laughs) this took a turn come on so in short it's okay to say Merry Christmas if that's how you naturally communicate as part of who you are absolutely um Okay, there's a couple more things around aligning with values, and this is going to roll into a hot button of yours, especially since you used to be in purchasing around gifting. So there's a couple different things I want to say about values. So there's that book out there. Did you ever read Giftology? Yes, I think I did. Yeah, it's wonderful if you are really thinking and being thoughtful about kind of for lack of a better way to put it, VIP gifts, right? What you give to your team members, what you give to your most valued vendors or partners, what you give to specific clients, where it's really, really thinking about them 
or using the gift to reflect something important that you believe about that world. So I love those type of things. You know, a couple other things on values is just, it's a really great way also to let other values in your business shine through your brand, right? And so holidays are a really, really great time to say, you know, we believe in this type of character trait or we believe in giving or this philanthropy is a part of our natural way of doing business. And so it is a really great opportunity as long as you're getting ahead of things to allow your heart forward point of view and your values to shine and just laying them on top of specifically holiday opportunities. By this point, you guys have figured out that both Daisy and I are chief marketing officers, but what you might not realize is there's a whole team of us at the Marketing Blender and we also have outsourced marketing teams. So if you're curious about how we break revenue plateaus, how we untangle sticky messaging, and how we make sure to drive exciting return on investment and profitable growth, Check us out at themarketingblender.com, but it's not just for mid-market companies. We've also figured out how to scale it down for small businesses too. The Marketing Blender Lab is our program just for small businesses looking to hit their first million in revenue. You still get to work with a real chief marketing officer, and we use the same structures and systems that work to grow big businesses to help you meet and exceed your goals. So again, if you're interested, check out themarketingblender.com. See you there. And this comes back to knowing your audience as well. So when it comes to corporate gift giving, a lot of companies do have policies about what people are allowed to accept. Don't give them something that they have to take into the, the kitty and you know turn it over to their boss. That's not a good feeling for anyone. Give something that delights people, even if it doesn't have a high dollar value. Um, I know I have a lot of stories about things that were given to the purchasing department back when I worked in corporate procurement. And one year we had a, a vendor in China that sent over a, a bunch of uh, product that we had ordered, but they'd also put a giant case, like a, a giant case of cigarettes into the case, into the carton as well. No, it no. was, it was, and it was a no smoking company. We would not hire anybody who smoked because it was like self-insured and they you know, didn't want to pay for any health related issues with that. So they sent a carton of cigarettes to a company of non-smokers. It was also not listed anywhere on the documentation. So they were basically smuggling <laughs> cigarettes into the U S where nobody was actually going to use it. It, was just, it just was not the right gift for their target market. So oh just God. true story. Very bizarre, but not not a, a gift that anybody enjoyed. Oh, that's so funny. So one of my stories is a little bit more benign. It's not about me. It's about a good friend of mine, and she is also in pre procurement in an industry that high, high compliance, right? Like very rigid industry-wide policies around gifts, not going over, you know, a few dollars, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and one of their most important vendors sent all of the key women that they worked with these very fancy purses like you know like the kind that you don't want to buy for yourself but you do the like you, you wish don't have you any could. money to put in it after you buy it that's right that kind exactly and one of the younger managers so excited not thinking about the policies and kind of thinking, oh, nobody's going to find out. Well, her boss found out, of course, because she received one also. Right. And so knew to go to the team members. But what happened was that gift made my friend, who was the boss, look horrible. She was the bad cop. You have to return it. This is inappropriate. You could be responsible for getting the company sued. You could get fired if this ever comes out, et cetera, et cetera. But she had to be the harbinger 
of the bad news, that did not bode well for her perception of that vendor. And they were one of their top, you know, preferred preferred partners. And it was it was a bad situation for her. So yeah, respecting the gift policies is a big deal. Absolutely. So when you're talking about things that will actually make people happy, fun, whimsical, awesome stuff. But also I think one of the biggest gifts you can give people as they come to the close of the year is one step of progress. So what's one thing they've been trying to get done and can you help them take that step? Mm, yeah, go deeper on what you do and how you can actually make impact. I really love that, you know, and I think we see this in a lot of marketing in general, where people so frequently treat marketing as their to-do list that it's get it out the door, get it out the door, get it out the door. But you know, if you take time to really think where are people, especially Christmas is a perfect example that it's first, fourth quarter for most people, what can you actually do and provide that does help people get across that year-end finish line in integrity, I think that is a really great point of view that there are oftentimes untapped opportunities and holidays are a really great time to challenge yourself to slow down, be proactive, and really deepen the value that you can bring. And toward the end of the year, people are often, there's something they need to, to finish, something they need to decide on. So aligning that with where they are in their decision-making cycle, it can really be helpful to people. I would say another don't on the list is don't make dramatic changes to your marketing overall, just based on how things are looking in the holidays. Mm. So yes, sometimes you're going to see a dramatic swing one way or another in performance across a lot of different marketing metrics. Don't decide nothing works anymore just because there's been a holiday dip. Now, a lot of companies will see an uptick or a downtick every year around the holidays. So if you know that's coming, it's good to build that in to increase spend here, decrease spend there. But don't go into freak out mode if things change during the holidays because that's typical and it happens every year and you don't need to just create a, a dumpster fire out of all of your marketing because you're freaking out over something that's happening in a six month time period at the end of the year. Yeah, and your marketing activity still might be planting seeds that you get to harvest the following month, the following quarter, the following year. So you can't discount exactly what's happening in the numbers. You have to think about it holistically. Focusing on the do's, I have got one that's a little bit of a beware and I'd love your point of view on this. What, you know, beware of promotions is where I'm going with this. And so what I mean is, you know, when is it appropriate to actually discount or to try to create some urgency or timeline around your service or your offering? So what's your point of view? When is this appropriate and when is this a don't? Sure. So I'm always a big fan of uncovering urgency rather than trying to create it mm, because bravo. one feels very forced and the other one is just about helping people, again, make progress. So when it comes to end of the year, false scarcity, that is a very tacky B2C tactic. It doesn't really have a place in the B2B world. Yeah. You need to be aligning with how your people want to buy. So what is it that they need to be doing next? Is that a time of year when they are looking at budget? Is it a time when they need to like hurry up and use the rest of this year's budget so they can get the same budget next year. So it's about how they want to buy and not how you want them to buy. Oh, such a great, great point. You know, the false scarcity, in case nobody's ever heard this, I don't know if it's 100% true, but you know, there's, there's some stories out there about holiday toys as an example, where they will in, 
intentionally create a shortage right before Christmas, like the old Tickle Me Elmo or the Cabbage Patch or the massive, amazing Lego set that's really hot this year, certain characters, and they'll, they'll short the inventory before Christmas in order to create a second spike in January when they re-release the inventory. So that's what we're talking about, about false scarcity. Don't do that. You know, I'd say predict and flow with the natural buying cycles and respect where people are, which is exactly what you're getting at. But you know, don't lay that slimy type of right. thinking on top of your industry. If a promotion is just that extra nudge, that little thing that makes them e it easier for them to say yes, then go for it. A yeah. perfect time of year to do it. But if it's something that's trying to force a yes, because you're like, I'm not going to make my end of year numbers. That doesn't work. It just backfires. No, exactly. Exactly. So this is the opposite. I, it's probably, I shouldn't even have to say it, but I'm going to go ahead and say it because I have to reiterate, reiterate, God, I'm just Re reiterate, it, right? <laughs> reiterate, iterate. There you go. <laughs> Don't be boring. All right. I'm good. Exactly. <laughs> and sometimes if you are caught up in the the hustle and bustle of the holidays and you're like i just don't have time to get stuff out the door it's actually okay because you're competing with everybody else for attention right around the christmas holidays so sometimes it actually makes more of an impact to wait till january and be the one that's delighting people after the all the turkey has been digested and after the tinsel is gone yes i agree i would i would say i would break it down two different ways don't be late because it just creates chaos and then you're just launching something that doesn't matter. And also don't treat it as a sacred cow where, oh, we have to get something out for Christmas. We have to get something out for Valentine's. We have to. No, no. Why do you have to? You know, one of my favorite ones that we're probably going to resurrect this year was we used to send out gifts for National Cocktail Day because our company's name is the Marketing Blender. So how fun is that? Now, Giftology, we are thoughtful about not putting alcohol in there unless we are sure the recipient imbibes. So sometimes there's non-alcoholic versions. So we're thinking it through, but it's really fun. And the delight that comes from that, we have sent out packages for families in July for like vacations or travel things and cars and planes. I mean, we've done a lot of really fun things in the off timing makes it even more special and so even though you know i am a christian and i respect this we have frequently chosen not to compete with the christmas crowd because none of our clients are even going to notice our christmas card exactly and going back to thoughtful gift giving it is possible to overgive. Mm. so mm. that can be create a lot of awkwardness as well so your gift should not necessarily be commensurate with how much you want somebody's business and how much money you think you can make off of them because that comes through as love bombing and it's a little bit creepy and it creates a sense of false obligation yeah. for the other person. So don't overgive, be thoughtful and right size it. Oh, I love that. And I think you don't always have to reinvent the wheel in regards to overgiving as well. So for instance, um, there is a market partner here in Fort Worth and he gives out amazing pecan pies. They are well-received. They have become part of his brand and his thing. He gets to focus on his values and support a local company by doing this. And that's become his signature. Right. And it's appropriate that he does that every single year. So it's systematized, but still, you know, how he delivers it, which oftentimes is in person. It's just awesome. So, I mean, it's just a really great example of it's not an overgive, 
It's not an overthinking. It's not an overcomplexity. It just sits right there in that place where people can receive it and receive it well. And you know what I really love about that example is it's a, a great way to take things out of the business world and into the personal. Yeah. Because you know there are people who are counting on that pie every year. Like, I've got a party I got to go to. Now I'm, I'm just going to bring Joe's pie with me because, <laughs> totally. you know, I get the cachet. So embedding yourself in people's personal lives through thoughtfulness in that way is a really, really good way to be memorable. Exactly. So shout out to Brian Stenger. Love the pies. Thank you. So, <laughs> all right. I think that's all I have on my list. Any final thoughts? I would just say have fun. Have fun with the holidays. If it's creating stress for you, just think about how that's coming across to the people that you're attempting to reach. Well said. Well said. So you guys, happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. We'll see you guys on the flip side. Onward and upward.